0: Coming to you from the Black Swamp Media Studios, this is Fireside Chats, talking to the real difference makers in the world. Now, here is your host, John Crump. It is a Monday night and it
1: is after dark, so this is Fireside Chats After Dark with me, John Crump, and I'm joined by my co-host, Flying Retro, should be considered a co-host, So much so that I will be giving him a Tusk 80% receiver that you can only buy with Tusk when it comes out. Um, So I will be buying him one. Uh, If you want to find out more about Tusk, you can go to tusk.network.
0: Proudly sponsored by TUSC, the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind. With three second processing times, it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet. On the planet? With lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards, it's perfect for your e commerce needs. For Gun Guys, buy Gun Guys. Visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution
1: not only are we brought you brought to you by uh tusk but we also we are also brought to you by black swan tactical but but first check this out safe life defense uh gave me this here and it's really badass i like it a lot (laughs) it's really really cool but here is black swan tactical
0: Black Swan Tactical, your number one source for 2A streetwear. With shirts, mugs, hats, patches, flags, and more, there's always something to help you rep the 2A community. All proceeds go back into our projects. Viewers and listeners can take an additional 10% off with code CRUMPY. Unapologetically pro-gun, pro-liberty, and pro-freedom gear for the front lines of the culture war.
1: And also, I have a Patreon. If you want to help out, patreon.com slash John Crump. We just bought 250 meals for underprivileged kids. So 250 kids are going to be eating because of your donations. And I want to thank MK Joe, who is my latest Patreon, who jumped on the Patreon. Oh, and there he is. I was just saying thank you for joining my Patreon and how we fed 250 kids. All right, I'm going to bring Rich on now.
2: Hi, Rich. Hey, how's it going, man? And thanks for the lower when I get it. Now I just got to figure out how to machine an 80% lower. There, there's a tat. My source of a ghost gunner may or may not be going away.
1: Oh, I have a ghost gunner two and three.
2: Yeah, but you haven't offered them to me.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sending out the three to Cody. So he can uh, mill out the stuff for the uh, makers.
2: Oh, oh! When you said Cody, I'm like Cody. You mean Cody Swamp Dog Cody?
1: No, I, I got it from Cody Wilson. <laughs> right. And uh, Swamp Dog Cody is going to be using it. Right.
2: Oh, oh! So you took the uh, tack vest off. Your the threat is over.
1: Yeah, the threat's over.
2: But hey, I, tell I, me, did you wear they, that around the house? Ha- did you
1: wear that around the neighborhood? Dude, I mean, they sent me some really nice body armor, in addition to the vest. I also have the T-shirt, and I got some uh, patch, uh, like little uh, patches that I will be given out at a le- at a different time. Oh, All very right. cool! We're doing something called Gun of the Week on on um Virginia Reloaded, but we're getting so many of them. That we're gonna start doing it here too. Okay. Where, are uh, if you if you want to have your um, thing, is that a My thing? That's a AK forty seven statue, uh, right here. AK forty seven, right there. It's it's really cool. It actually have removable magazines, Uh, everything works on it, and they even have like little teeny tiny rounds. It's really cool. But yeah, so we're going to start doing it on here too, I guess, because I we have a lot. So I'm going to bring up a couple pictures here. This is from Joe Stabini right there. That is his Sig P320 V-Tac. It has a Romeo... One pro red dot along with the streamlight trL1 HL light in a Wilson combat grip module with a 21 uh extended 21 round magazine so 21 yeah, yeah my uh my hKs have an uh, xtech 21
0: uh-huh
2: uh-huh
1: and, uh, and
2: and it looks like it's resting comfortably in a pillow.
1: Well, that one, yeah. I also have another picture of it. So let me bring that up here. And here is the second picture right there. Yeah, I like the Wilson Combat Grip, actually.
2: That is nice.
1: It is very nice. I have a, a SIG P320, but it's actually not a SIG.
2: Is that a JSD?
1: It is a JSD. And it works I, uh, phenomenal or, with, the, with the Patmos uh, slide, which is also owned by Jordan Monroe. Oh, cool.
2: Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind getting myself into some of that goodness. Yeah, I, talk to Jordan. Yeah, well, I don't think anything's available. I, th- I think a lot of stuff's out of stock.
1: Yeah, um, they are out of stock. I'm actually lending the jig to one of my friends. He has the, uh, he has the MUP one, which is the unfinished eighty percent, but he doesn't have the jig to finish it. Huh? Because the jig was all sold out. So I am going to be giving him the. uh, Not giving. I'm lending him the
2: jig. So, when are they gonna want jigs serialized? you know I mean if they're gonna have humps hunks of aluminum serialized
1: yeah i um, i I don't know, but the the moment you start printing you, you realize it becomes a firearm that that roll that role of uh that filament. roll filament becomes a firearm the moment it starts printing.
2: Is it while it's warming up, or you know, like if I upload the program to Octoprint? I mean, the STL or sorry, G-code to Octoprint.
1: I, I think it's, uh, it would probably be before because it's like as, it's long it, as long as it takes under eight hours.
2: <laughs> is that the uh, reasonably fast amount of time? What what are readily convertible? Words? Readily convertible. So readily is eight hours.
1: Yeah. Uh, not too readily so, to me.
2: Then any kind of you know like five axis CNC machine is, is guilty as charged, right? I mean, because it could make a firearm in under eight hours, oh, probably yeah. under an hour.
1: Oh yeah, well, my Ghost Gunner Three makes it in like thirty minutes.
2: Now wait, tell the it, are all the specs out on the Ghost Gunner Three? Actually, yeah, they must be because they're shipping.
1: Yeah. They're shipping. I had mine. So, I had mine. Uh, like six months before they shipped. Not to brag so or anything.
2: You, no, you can brag. It's cool. Um, so you can take a zero percent lower and throw it in the ghost Gunner three.
1: No, eighty percent. No,
2: eighty percent. It's still eighty percent. Okay,
1: still eighty percent. Uh, I mean, it, technically, I mean, it could do it. The I just don't think there's anything out there.
2: So what makes the uh, so I know speed is a big factor. What makes it so much faster?
1: Uh, It it, what makes it so much? It's just a a bigger machine. If you look at it compared to my ghost gunner two, it's about twice the size. Uh, It's twice as powerful. Um, RPMs are higher.
2: So there's no liquid cooling or anything like that. It's still all
1: no. There's no liquid cooling, but it's just twice the size, twice as Uh powerful
2: cool because we know somebody that got one recently i don't know if he, he's posted about it
1: hopefully we can i can find one of the p80 brackets in stock for i mean i can probably print you that swamp dog oh yeah it's a lot heavier i went to ship the swamp dog i had to order a uh, another box because i put it in a regular box i picked it up and the ghost gunner stayed on the ground
2: you pad it up with some foam so it doesn't get smashed around yeah so when i was running a ghost gunner i had to break out um what do i have i've got an msi wind netbook running windows 95 is it xp no it's xp so that's what i used on the ghost gunner
1: the new one it has the new software which the old software it it was like kind of like a beta i guess you can say and this feels like a fully finished product and i'm run, i'm running it on a mac
2: Now, is there an lcd screen on it or how does that work
1: uh no there's no lcd screen okay but you say so you still have to hook it up to a computer but it would run on macs pcs whatever mm mm-hmm. mhm um, uh, there have a couple of cool things, uh, when, when you did like some type of overrun or had some type of error, you would have to break out the, break out the, the computer, hook it up and clear the error, or whatever. But now they just have mm-hmm. a button on the side where it clears it. Okay. So it's a lot better. Um, it's a lot faster as well.
2: So what what do you think the I don't know if you know the hardware is like the brains of that like an MC68000 or an ESP32 or
1: I'm not exactly sure. To tell you the truth. I mean I'm sure Cody I could get that answer from Cody.
2: Yeah, it's just curious, you know, cuz kind of a hardware geek myself.
1: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what what the brains of it is. But yeah, it, it's really cool. Um, hopefully, they'll make one wireless one <laughs> day. You still need to plug in via USB.
2: Well, so is it actually getting G code from the computer, or is the G code getting loaded onto loaded onto the ghost gunner?
1: Well, it the G code uh, comes from the computer, and then it gets loaded onto the ghost gunner. Uh, I mean, once you send it there, I mean, you have to keep on, you have to, because it sends parts of it, not the whole entire thing. So, we'll send it, uh, and then you have to go back, and you will have to do, because um, the code, the code is actually run on the ghost gun, gunner, but when it changes, you get to, send, when you have to, like, you get to unmount it, turn it sideways, whatever, mount it back up. Okay then okay. you have to say send, it sends another set of G code. Okay. So, so
2: you need a computer connected to it uh, throughout the entire process, basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You do need a computer, but the code is actually running. Cause I've had it like disconnect and it still ran the code. So obviously it's running the code from
0: mm-hmm.
1: internally. Uh,
2: so what's the cost of the ghost gunner three?
1: Uh, I'm not even sure I think probably like 3000 I thought it was
2: I think that's what I've heard also So if someone was Offering a Ghost Gunner 2 To somebody for sale Used, what, what would be a good price?
1: i uh, say so you went for $1,000 <laughs> oh, That's better than what my friend offered no, I think I'm gonna give it to Cody. Oh, cool! But we can give it for whatever.
2: Uh, that's that's generous of you.
1: We hook we hook Black Swan, uh, media people up, Rich. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I got the right here. Let me bring this up. I'll show you the differences. I'm going to throw this on my other screen here just so I can uh, read it. All right. So it's a $500 deposit. So it's five times faster cutting than the ghost gunner too. And, and it really is.
2: does it make all sorts of ungodly noises that anyhow a, a real oh, cnc my wife make? hates it yeah yeah so i i would run it in the garage
1: well i run it in the basement and like on the third floor we can still hear it oh jeez. it's loud uh yeah so it's a closed loop digital vfd controller so there you go um, yeah, I, I like it. The ghost Gunner too. two, how it's, how the, like the chip cover is attached by magnets. Yeah. This like refrigerator uh, magnet. Yeah. This is actually slotted. Uh huh. So it's slotted. So there's magnets still, but it's slotted in. So it's less likely to fall off. Mm hmm.
2: And, and when I say refrigerator magnet, I mean like what's in the gasket of the refrigerator.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, it also has the automatic uh, like X table leveling, which the two we didn't have.
2: Okay, so it has like sensors on either side. Is that it? Oh yeah, very cool.
1: Yeah, uh, so the build it's a lot bit it's a lot bigger. Um, it has carrying handles. It has an emergency stop button.
2: That's a big deal.
1: Yeah, the last one didn't. You if you needed to stop, you had to like a little yeah, get the software. Hmm.
2: yep why do I know these things
1: yeah the, there's a lot less probe fa- faults as well um,
2: so I don't mean to like don't get me wrong I, I think Cody's a genius and I think bringing these products to market is genius but three grand is a lot of money how many lowers? How many eighty percent lowers do you have to make at, and also being a hundred percent successful, not not getting something messed up, to make that a reasonable price? Or is it just the novelty of it?
1: Well, let let's say we all go in and buy it, then we all we're all owners of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, like a group buy.
1: Yeah. Oh, one so of if- the one of the biggest features that that it does have, like. If there's a short in there somewhere, you wanted to see it short, you would have to bring out the old little like pokers.
2: Yes, yeah.
1: With the new one, it, that's all built in,
2: so I don't have to break out my multimeter anymore.
1: No more multimeter. Uh, the so, the probe actually disconnects, and if there's a short, uh, if there's a short, a little light comes on. So, how quick does it mill a lower? Like twenty five minutes. 25
2: minutes. Mm-hmm. Can I, 20, I? I think I need minutes. a Ghost Gunner. I think I need a Ghost Gunner 3, and I'm going to sell shares of it at the next gun show in West Palm Beach. Yeah. It's like, and uh, we're now servicing ticket number seven. Please step up to the front of line and push this button here.
1: And, and the really cool thing is when you when you use that to home it, you would have to remove like all drill bits and everything else mills. Right now, you don't have yeah, to. Re- oh, cool. So it, it's it's all like I said the the old one felt like a beta product, and this one feels like a um a, a new product, and there's a layaway option too.
2: So uh, if 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 I take one of these to like the West Palm Beach gun show and start making completing people's lowers on site uh will, will G O A bail me out
1: uh that would be kind of um well if they push the buttons
2: yeah they have to push the button
1: which which this is it's basically enter
2: <laughs> they hit the enter key on the laptop and
1: that's it um then i think you'd be good man
2: oh, you want to see people's heads and explode
1: Here. Yeah, well, uh, Drunken would... Yoda. We will be on for probably another forty-five minutes or so. So yeah, um, we need Elon to send a ghost gunner into space. Just milling out our ghost gunners. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, <laughs> quick question. Talking about like Mars and everything. Uh, the Pentagon today released. Uh, you know the Virginia Beach incident. With the three triangular, craft. oh
2: okay, you mean the mylar balloon?
1: No, the 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 craft that came out of the three craft that came out of the water. Okay, it was like following it, then took off at like two hundred cheese
2: or Yeah, yeah. He today, said cheese, not cheese.
1: Yeah. So today they came out and said, "Yeah, it's real." We're not commenting. What, up what is up with this? because they gotta they're gonna do a um they're going to do uh they have to they have to have a, a report to congress by the end of next month
2: and who's interviewed Rob Lazar recently
1: bob lazar
2: bob Bob rob yeah okay uh
1: he was on um he was on uh, Joe rogan how long ago uh, and, uh like a month ago
2: so, Chom, what's your belief in all this stuff?
1: I, I don't know what it is.
2: All right. So um, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do enjoy conspiracy theories. Yeah. And so it's not like I believe in them, but I kind of enjoy them. And so my, my pet belief is that these are not extraterrestrials. They're people from the future coming back because why else would they be inseminating uh, females and doing cattle mutilation experiments because they needed to get DNA that wasn't screwed up after that COVID. I mean, uh, after some horrible biological uh, incident.
1: Maybe I know. I don't know what it is. Um, no, I'm not saying it's aliens, I'm not saying it's interdimensional beings, I'm not saying it's people from the future, I don't know what it is there is something but I don't know what it is and I think that's what they're gonna say next month yeah it's something but we don't know what it is but it's probably not, it's it's more advanced than anything that we have so
2: no, wait, wait till they tell you uh, and they left us something and it was a cookbook
1: oh no Sir Isaac Asimov, to serve man,
0: <laughs> right?
1: I, I, I've heard that story. Isaac Asimov is one of my favorite science fiction writers.
2: Uh, actually, the last book I read—no, it's not one, one of the last books I actually read. When I read books, was Isaac Asimov "The Gods Themselves"?
1: Nice, nice. Let, let's explain the cookbook thing first, though. <laughs> okay The serve man was a story where these aliens are like, Oh, we're here to help you. And they find this book and they translate the title and it's the serve man. They're like, well, I guess they are here to help us. And they're taking people to their planet, to to their planet
2: for a very long time,
1: for a very long time to live in paradise and everything else like that. So at spoiler alert, they translate the book,
2: you get now. You missed two key elements on it. The main translator just said, "Hey, they're good people. Don't worry about it." And there, there was a shot of this, you know, seven-foot alien with the book and on the cover. They translated to serve man, and this was like in the UN, like, and he was, you know, talking to everybody. And so the secretary or assistant of the, you know, head translator or linguist, whatever you want to call it, she kept working at what the book was to break the alien language and you see the ramp going into the spaceship with the head linguist who said don't worry about it they're good they're here to help us you know they gave us like free energy it doesn't pollute they've doubled crop productions you know all sorts of stuff so he's walking up the ramp into the spaceship and she comes running out with it she's yelling it's a cookbook it's a cookbook and you see the seven foot alien push the guy into the spaceship, close the door and take a Now, mind you, she made a cameo doing that same role. Do you know what movie that was in? What's that? The lady that said, it's a cookbook, it's a cookbook, did a cameo in another movie. Do you know what it
1: was? No, I read the book. I didn't see the movie.
2: No, no, no. no. But, alright, so it, there was a Twilight Zone episode uh, with uh, where they acted that out as a short story.
1: Okay, well I didn't see that.
2: Okay, but the, the lady that was running saying it's a cookbook is a cookbook did a cameo in another movie. Might have been in the 90s. It was Airplane. <laughs> so there was a scene. There was Pandemonium. Pandemonium. Why can't I say Airplanes,
1: Pandemonium? Airplane's not from the 90s. Is it from the 90s? No, is it it's from?
2: it's from the 80s. 80s? All right. So I said maybe. Uh, so there's Pandemonium going like everything went crazy and there's just a short scene where she's running through this cr- crowd of people where they're all screaming and she's holding it up yelling, it's a cookbook, it's a cookbook. So if you didn't know the reference, it was totally lost on you. But it funny AF. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're arguing what it could be. It could be interdimensional creatures. It could be people like Atlantis. I don't know.
2: Hmm. Um, I guess Atlantis is
1: real then. Maybe. <laughs> all right. You know what? We're gonna do a giveaway here.
2: I have a. Hat, We're gonna
1: giveaway. A, a, a Titman Arms. A Tipman. Hat. How,
2: you mean you're gonna give away some of the
1: swag? I've been giving away all the swag.
2: I, I got to do the same.
1: The Tipman Arms. Um. Let's see if this this works here. So I'm going. So I, to tell Nightbot What's the to question? pick a winner. It's not going to be a winner. It's just going to be Nightbot's going to choose somebody randomly right. watching the stream. Hopefully. oh, Drunken so Yoda. Day... Bam. Drunken Yoda. Hit me up on Instagram. You want a hat. Jason King My... won a hat. Um, That goddamn bacon want a hat.
2: <laughs> How many hats did you get?
1: Uh, I got like a lot of hats, man. So I, I did a... Guns, one, a hat, and a grip. Oh, cool, cool. Wow, you're giving away everything.
2: Yeah, I I did a, like, uh, after action report where I showed all the swag that I got, and I, I do have to give it away. That, that would be the right thing to do because I don't have enough space for all this cool stuff. And it's no fun. It ought to be shared. So, um...
1: Yeah, so, dude, you, you, you got, like, 80 of each hat. I did not. I've never seen somebody get... Or Drunken Yoda, you can always join the Discord and send me a message over there. But no, dude, you got a lot of hats.
2: I got a lot of everything.
1: Oh, no. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so you, you didn't mention the new Squadron t-shirt in Black Swan Tactical.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to fix the front of it, but I will show you the – everyone the – okay. So Rich rolls deep. He rolls heavy, man, at the whole Black Swan Tactical. Not Black Swan Tactical, at the, at the thing, right, man? He came with tons and tons of people.
2: To get me yeah. swag. Yeah. They, and they, they were, were my
1: So they were all rolling together, and every time he saw one, there would be like 100 people there around Rich. He had his own entourage. And it was really, really funny. Cool. Uh, there, 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 Hey, look at that. Shooting Gallery New England. Who <laughs> bought one of your shirts, by the way?
2: Oh, he did?
1: Yeah, he did. Oh, cool. You saw his name pop up. I had to click submit every time. Um, it's very simple uh-huh. to do. To order. I just have to approve it. I approve everyone. But here it is. It's the Flying Rich t-shirt. And let me so those are
2: up. YF-23s on the back. Flying in squadron formation.
1: There you go. <laughs> we roll heavy. Dude, I mean, you had like more people there than I think IV-88 did. No, come on. It was just like, and, and you guys were tasing people. What the hell? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I did a video on the taser part also. Um, so, yeah, there, if you go to my channel, so youtube.com slash Flying Rich, I, I got a short clip of John Crump on Hank's show doing the uh, Flying Rich squadron. So I did a T-shirt based on that because Hank called us the squadron.
1: Um, and I said you guys roll all heavy. <laughs>
2: Uh, what else? Uh, there, there's a video on my channel about getting tased, and not that I got tased, but actually there there may be that manufacturer maybe <laughs> <laughs> Space Texas says Rich pulled off a IV-8888 coup. Dude,
1: I'm telling you, man, you see Rich, and all of a sudden there's, there's like 80 people walking behind yeah. him. <laughs> so, um... And then they rolled into a- the Brownells party together. <laughs> They're probably half the people at the Brownells party was with Rich.
2: They said, There goes the neighborhood when we came. It was fun. I had a great time. I had such a fun time because there were, there were so many people I, first off, that I knew or, or just met that just became new friends. I mean, look, Joe and I just met, uh, even though we've been doing videos together for like two years. Uh, John Crump and I met once before. And uh, let's see, I just met Cody. Um, you know, I knew Tank and Chris, uh, so th- those guys that rolled with me to IV8888. Uh, also, uh, Rob from Tusk, uh, he was cool. we were hanging out though. Just so much fun. Just crazy amount of fun. It, and you know what, as much as shooting guns is fun and it's, you know, shooting machine guns for free is even more fun. I didn't shoot all. guns. It was great hanging out with people. It was just really great hanging out with people doing the same thing as you are, you know, making YouTube videos.
1: Yes, Rich, did me make COVID. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really uh, hang out with that many people. I was more... I you You're the booth babe. Yeah, uh, I was the booth babe for GOA. <laughs> That's the reason why they paid for me to go there, if I can sit in their booth. So I felt bad going out shooting machine guns. If you know the, the reason why they they brought me there is to put me in their booth for some reason. I have no idea why. <laughs>
2: but no, that that was fun. I I actually John's booth was a great place to hang out.
1: Yeah, it, it, it was, was the center,
2: of, like everyone hanging out. Well, it was the furthest away from the machine guns that you could
1: get well that's the reason why we picked it we had the first choice and we picked right there right in the center right farthest away from all the shooting that's
2: that's the same reason why california has all the lawyers and new jersey has all the landfills oh no i did that wrong yeah yeah uh new jersey got first
1: choice Uh oh hey my best friend is a lawyer Super attorney, Rob Olson, who's also my attorney. Uh, the chicken farmer? The chicken farmer, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: He's either... He has like the most... It's an interesting dichotomy. He farms chickens and argues in front of the Supreme Court. <laughs> He's like one of the top, top constitutional lawyers in the country. If not the top constitutional law in the law year in the country, and he farms chickens, what the heck? Somebody
2: needs to eat. Come on, I, I farm dragon fruit. You know who knows.
1: All right, give me your address, Joking Yoda. He messaged me on Discord. Yeah, so yeah, he's a cool guy. I, I want to have him on the show so bad, but he doesn't do interviews. Wow, that's interesting. He was like, I just want to so, do law. Just all.
2: changing topics away from the lawyer. What was the most interesting firearm you shot? And I'm going to throw a twist in there. What's the most interesting firearm you didn't get to shoot, but you saw somebody else doing a video of a Iraq veteran shooting it. And you're like, whoa, that was there and I missed it.
1: I've shot every single firearm that was there. You probably own
2: every one of everyone. No, I don't
1: there. own everyone, but I've <laughs> shot every single one that I, I didn't. I honestly didn't see one that I haven't shot.
2: Or, and is this the first show we've been together since uh, Iraq veteran?
1: No, we we did did one show since Iraq veteran. You came on when I had someone else on.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, who was on? It was. Um... Uh, what's his face? Why, why can't I remember his name? From was it from JSD?
1: No, no, I haven't had Jordan on since then.
2: Um. Oh gosh, it was I, someone I that you it. wanted
1: to come on for.
2: <laughs> no, you said, "Hey, I'm having a show. Why don't you come on?"
1: No, but it was, I, I, I threw that out there because I knew you, you wanted to speak to this guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was two AEDU. Oh no! Oh, oh so wait, we've done two shows since together.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, probably. That's why that's why I'm giving you that's why I'm buying you a tusk lower. With my tusk.
2: Well, thank you. That's that's exciting. I, I'm I'm very flattered.
1: Because you've done a lot. You've been on the show like probably more than any you're not even a guest anymore. You're freaking like a <laughs> like a on and off again co host. Oh, Putank clan. Yes. clan. So yeah. you went on 280 ADU and you are also yeah. on PewTank Clan. Pittsburgh is really cool. People. Another really oh, yeah, cool person fun. that I I loved meeting there was uh, Jay Bell from Liberty Bell Firearms. I've been meaning to meet him forever. He's a young kid, and he runs a really successful firearms manufacturing company. Oh, very cool! You know, I, I wish I was that go-getter when I was younger.
2: But uh, you know. Well, I I guess I I grew up in New York, so even the ability to touch a firearm was kind of like a fantasy. You know, it wasn't something you thought you'd actually do. So, uh, yeah, it's God bless him. That's
1: cool. It's really cool. I mean, he he's 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 a really cool guy, too. Uh, Very, very. He was one of my first supporters. When I had like no one on YouTube, He used to read my articles. When I started out doing this
0: Mhm,
1: mm-hmm. and I had like five subscribers.
2: So Swampy says he needs to get in touch with mean arms. Hold on. Let me go through the business cards here.
1: I talked to those guys the other day. They uh, emailed me.
2: Oh, so any chance they're giving teenies? Oh, here it
1: is. I got their business
2: card. Let's see what not to show, but mm-hmm. uh, any chance I get a teeny on the roller delayed blowback uh, nine mil.
1: Uh the yeah they want me to do one on it, so I'm sure that you would get Ooh. one too. Um I'm hooking up uh baby face with those guys. Oh you are? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I'm sure that they're trying to get it out.
2: Well well if one hits Florida, if it hits Hanks Hank's neck of the woods or whatever, I could always pick it up if they don't whatever. Anyhow.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna hook Babyface up with it. Very cool. Yeah, mean arms. It, they're, they're really cool people. They they actually come and got me because they wanted to show me. It's like, oh, we want to show you something, John. I'm like, <laughs> you know who I am, right? Right?
2: Isn't that fun when people know who you are? And, and I I don't mean a that. Uh, people
1: knew who I was there. That was,
2: egotistical way. I mean that just like really, you know who I am?
1: Yeah, I mean a lot of people knew who I was. Who I was? Yeah. Eric walked up to me. and Goes, John Crump, hated by some, loved by others. That's funny. You should
2: got that on video.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, basically. No, because I call that out. That would have been funny. I, call, I I will call out the industry people. No, yeah,
2: and God bless you, man. I, I, mean, I, like, I think that's
1: that. Okay, the whole SB Tactical stuff, right? Alex Bosco was a friend of mine. He, they were doing something that I found unethical. So I said, hey, I got to call you out on this you my friend, but I, I don't stand for this. So I called them out. And a lot of people jumped on me because uh, that was the whole thing. Hey, this whole brace thing is coming down. Everyone needs to know about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Huh. Yeah, that was and big they, dust and, up.
1: And, and, and they did. They knew about it. Um, and uh, people were like, oh, you're, you're hit beef you got you're just making this up, nothing's coming down. And then, and it was like a month later, it's just like, there you go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, why would anybody
2: doubt what you have to say with your track record?
1: I don't know, I mean, I don't know, but so it's just like, yeah, I was like, there you go,
2: yeah, I, I. Boy, I better not do anything wrong that you know about. No,
1: <laughs> what I mean, do you mean? You know everything. No, just I I just don't like things that are you know, people needed to know that. There was a lot of sales going on around that time. A lot of product was being moved. Which is fine, but I don't know. Doesn't everyone know crumpy? No, not everyone knows me. (laughs) (laughs) JG23. And that's probably a good thing. No, but so, you know, that's what he was talking about. Because he did slam me at first, and then people talked to him behind the scenes, and was like, hey, uh, no, uh, this is actually coming down. Once he found out that, Hey, this is true. Then he kind of walked it back, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm There were some other people who didn't walk it back that will remain unnamed who knew about it beforehand. But but yeah. So
2: I'm not sure what what is drunken Yoda's comment mean? I'm not sure I track I'm tracking with him.
1: Okay, let's see. I would love to hear advice, conversations on first-time concealed carry applicants and or firearm purchasers. Do's and don'ts in a way. Do you have to give blood? Okay. Uh, I know. Okay. uh, Depends uh, where you are. Each state has a different set of rules for uh, concealed carry permits some states don't have anything some states have what's called constitutional carry which means you can carry concealed without a permit the state that you're in um, you can just buy a firearm right over the counter Um, and the state that you're in drunken yoda i'm not really sure what the concealed carry permit requirements are but i cannot imagine them being too tough. I do know your state is a shall issue cuz you have shall issue or may issue. Shall issue means anyone who applies as long as they meet all the requirements um for like you know the training requirements and whatnot, they will get a permit. A may issue, you have to show good calls to get a permit. There is so, actually a, a really good Website. I am going to put in the comments where you can look up the exact requirement for your state. And for your state, uh, it if, if a shall issue for residents only.
2: So I don't know if people know. Uh, most states have two types of permits. There's a resident permit and a non-resident permit.
1: That is correct.
2: So, what a lot of people will do is, let's say they don't live in Florida, but they'll get the permit in their state, and then they get the non-resident permit for Florida, Which because I have. that's that gives you reciprocity with a large number of states, probably the greatest number of states in the country. And uh, I actually got my first permit in Minnesota. I was working in Minneapolis in so that's Hennepin County, but the Hennepin County sheriff um, really is a jerk about it. But as a non-resident to get a permit in Minnesota, I could go to any sheriff in any county and uh, get the permit. So each county has different sheriffs, different policies and different costs. So I went to the cheapest county where the sheriff, like as soon as he gets the permit, sends it out to you. Like in two weeks, I think I had my permit.
1: Well, here's another thing. Uh, certain States like Pennsylvania, for example, they have reciprocity with Florida. I have a Florida carry permit, but I don't have reciprocity with Florida because they only recognize resident, uh, Florida resident permits, not non-resident permits. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I would have to go get a permit from, uh, Pennsylvania, which is very simple because there's no training. All I got to do is drive up an hour and a half away from Virginia, go into the sheriff's office, turn in my paperwork, and you just get one. Uh, cannabis charge. Uh, what type of charge? Was it a misdemeanor or was it a felony or what was it? Um, was it? Was it possession? Was it dealing? So it, hit me up over on, um, on on Discord if you want. If you don't want to get into this, but uh, the cannabis charge it depends on whether it's a dealing charge, possession, or whatnot. A good thing is, even if it's like the most extreme charge, you should be able to get your firearms uh, rights restored pretty easily if it was twenty years ago in your state. But if it's just a misdemeanor, you should have no problem. Um, Unless it's like a felony dealing charge or whatnot.
2: No, that's cool. That's good to know. I mean, look, if, if I was held accountable, first off, I'd I'd probably be in jail today. If there were phones with cameras on them that everybody had when I was in my teens and twenties. Cause boy, there, there was a lot of wrong stuff I did. Um, but, yeah, uh, it, it's great to know that you could do something in the past and time elapses and you live a good life and you do things right and you, you get a pass.
1: If G23 got his rates back and it only took 5K, yeah, uh, between 5K and 10K of the average. I know in Virginia it's like 10K just because, wow. in northern Virginia at least, just because the lawyers around here. Charge of money. Mm-hmm. I live mm-hmm. in Loudoun County, which you know it's the it's like the richest county in the country.
2: You just live there because Mark Levin's your neighbor, and you just want to be able to say that.
1: Well, I think he also he's also your neighbor too. Yeah, I don't know if he still lives here, and maybe he's totally full time in Florida now. I don't know.
2: I all all of the broadcasts I've seen him do the video uh, where. He, uh, he either does his show or the sunday show uh seem to be from his florida location
1: maybe he just lives out in florida now um no the average person in launa county makes like hundred forty thousand dollars
2: ouch, ouch. <laughs> average... not per family you're talking per
1: per yeah that's the average salary <laughs> really?
2: that's that's crazy because that means there's a lot of people making a stink load more than that
1: yeah. Uh it's like the second highest is 112,000.
2: Do does Anthony Fauci live in your neighborhood also?
1: Uh I don't know. But 112,000 is in the county. Wait, right wait, wait.
2: Hold on. Somebody time stamp that. What did you say? I don't know. You said John Crump doesn't know something?
1: I don't know where Anthony Fauci lives. <laughs> but uh yeah like the the next highest county is hundred twelve thousand, and that's the county right next to us
2: wow, wow, so I was working in Monroe, Louisiana, and uh that's where they filmed Duck Dynasty. I think the average family of four earns forty
1: grand a year Ooh. yeah that's right so
2: why, why did sport brands say lies? I don't know. Is he saying it's lies that you don't know where Anthony Fauci lives?
1: Probably. There is a house, which is very, very interesting. Oh, $140,000 per family. Sorry.
2: Per family. Oh,
1: okay. Still a lot, though. It's a uh, seventy four per person, hundred forty per family.
2: Wow. Okay, so Space Texan has a good point. If you're on a no-fly list, but if you can buy your own plane and fly your own plane, uh, but I'm not on a no-fly fly list, by the way. Uh, also, if you can buy your own plane and fly your own plane, and, and you're on a no-fly list, you can carry your own gun. Just don't land in New Jersey.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, sports I I know it all. At all? No, I don't. I don't know where Fauci lives. I do know there's a couple senators that live in my neighborhood. You know, you can tell where they live at. This is kind of funny. I have kids, right? Halloween.
2: Because the Secret Service hands out the candy?
1: No, they hand out the candy, but they always hand out like the king-size candy bars. No way. <laughs> Dude. That's how you know where the senators live. Every time you get a king-size candy bar, I'm like, yep, they're in Congress. What do you do on October 31st? Getting king size candy bars.
2: So I, my, my neighborhood, I, I live in, mind you, the wealthy people in Palm Beach County in close to my neighborhood live on Jupiter Island to the east on the water. I live in Jupiter Farms with the Rednecks. So we all have minimum acre and a quarter piece of property. So um, nobody goes trick-or-treating in my neighborhood, ever.
1: Dude, we have so many kids. We I count them every year. Cause I love Halloween. I love handing out candy. Oh, that's cool. And COVID I... COVID was a down year, and we still had 100, oh, yeah. 115 kids. Really? Wow. Yeah, usually we get around 150. We had to wow. buy, like, 10 pounds of candy, though.
2: Dude, you you just sit outside the door and hand it out? Because if you're opening the door all night long, that's... that's Yeah, I
1: just sit on the porch. (laughs) That's cool. We we put it out on the porch when we go, uh, you know, to house to house. And the kids around here are really, really well behaved. Oh, good. Until they become teenagers. (laughs) But what's really surprising is we have a kid who uh, most people's lawns around here. And uh he's a good kid. He's a high school kid. Uh He's an upcoming senior. And he mows people's lawns because he wants to earn his own money. It's not like his parents are making him. We live mm-hmm, in a mm-hmm. really, really wealthy neighborhood. But he wants to do it himself, which is just incredible.
2: No, I, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I worked, like, three freaking jobs, uh like, after high school into college and all that. And, you know, I was paying, paying and repairing my own car, the gas and all the beer I drank.
1: Uh, drunken you had to hit me up. I, let me, let me get you someone to talk to, um, about that. Use my GOA connections.
2: So wait, you know, Richard Monder hit you up. I, I haven't seen Richard Monder in the chat.
1: I haven't. Just Richard. He comes in every once in a while. I, Does he? Okay. We're kind of late, so it's. Well, yeah, it's, it's like six you know, hours. Four.
2: Hours, four.
1: Uh, four hours. Hold on. So it's, it's three, 3 forty-six a, a.m. On a, on a Tuesday. I don't think he's going to be on. A, he he will come yeah, in by like five o'clock shots.
2: Okay, it's three forty-six a.m. in London right now.
1: Yeah, I want to go to London so bad. I don't. Really, I've never been to London.
2: Yeah, about fifteen years ago, I would have gone all over, but yeah, no, I'm good.
1: I've been to like like a bunch of different countries.
2: No, do you know where I want to go? I want to go to Nicaragua and hang out with Josh Coburn.
1: I'm going to Nicaragua, dude. I've been to worse places.
2: Well, okay, that that was when you're in the CIA.
1: I was never in the CIA.
2: You, yeah, but you said that and kind of winked when you said that.
1: I was never in the CIA. Okay. Mm-hmm. I. Well, I was. I worked for diplomatic security.
0: Mm-hmm. For the State mm-hmm. Department.
1: Okay. And I've worked for NSA. And I've worked for DHS. Or on contracts for those organizations, uh huh. Mm-hmm. But never the did, CIA.
2: Did you or did you not know Michael Weston?
1: I have no idea who Michael Weston is. Oh, you never
2: watched Burn Notice?
1: No. <laughs> okay. Who who's Michael Weston?
2: Uh, the, he's the star of the show Burn Notice.
1: Oh, yeah, I've never who? seen it.
2: Okay. <laughs> It was filmed in Miami, so uh, my wife and I found the filming locations and did kind of a burn notice tour 10 years ago. Uh,
1: G23 says he was NSA. I I worked on a contract for NSA. So, yeah.
2: (laughs) So, Jason says he's got a friend that was deported to Nicaragua. Now, uh, let's see. I've, I've been to someplace I want to go back to is, uh, Costa Rica. I uh, really, the really pretty place, really neat stuff. And, and I don't know, maybe all of Central America's like that, but it was really neat. I'd love to go back.
1: Yeah. I have a friend that, uh, got the port. He, he deported himself to Nicaragua.
2: Was he originally from there?
1: Yeah, he was originally from there. Um, his mom got sick. He was here. He had a visa, uh, a student visa. He left, and he uh, didn't do it properly. Oh, jeez. So he got so he got banned for like two years or something like that. That stinks. Yeah, just because uh, he couldn't come back because he didn't file the proper paperwork. I don't think you. I just think you just stayed there. Started going to school down there. That was a long time ago, though.
2: Yeah. So, John, if uh, you didn't have the United States as an option to live in, where would you live? Philippines. Philippines, really?
1: That's where I would want is that, to live.
2: Is that just because the gangsters have guns? If you pay off the right people, you can have firearms in the Philippines, even though firearms are illegal.
1: You don't have to pay the right people. You, okay, I lived in the Philippines, right? You okay. go down to the little market, and you just buy in 1911.
2: They have right. Them right that's because they're making them in every back alley in the Philippines.
1: Correct. And they're beautiful. I mean, they're smooth. And they're made from freaking boat metal. Which is insane. But they are the best shooting guns and they are that the hand fit slide is just awesome. Um, it's just very, very awesome. They have a very good gun, gun culture there.
2: Oh yeah. You you know, one of the squadron members is from the Philippines, right?
1: Yeah. Chris. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, well, he didn't say he was, but I know. But yeah, it. I mean, it's like the quality is insane for a boat metal gun.
2: And Joe says he'd live in Ireland. That's just because you want to be around all the pubs.
1: Honestly, if I lived anywhere else, it, it probably would end up being Italy.
2: North Italy, southern Italy?
1: Probably, uh, probably, um, uh, Sicily.
2: Sicily, real. Oh, okay. Well, your wife's Sicilian. Yeah. She's a member of the Costa Nostra, right?
1: Founding no, number. she's not a member yeah. of the Costa Nostra. Although, last time we went, she was like, oh, don't go anywhere with my uncle. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, we took my mom over there and, uh, and she told my mom that. She's like, if my uncle says, hey, you want to go somewhere, don't go with him. My mom's like, oh, why? And my, my wife's like, there's a hit on him. Oh, shit. <laughs> my mom's laughing. I'm like, mom, she's serious. And my mom's like, oh, shit.
2: Don't get in his car. Don't drive with him.
1: Now, uh, he passed away. He was a cool guy. Uh, they were trying to shake him down. Yeah, and he basically told them to go F themselves. So. Because he ran like a mission. Uh-huh. Like a church mission. Okay. Or like the poor. And close to Nostro was trying to shake him down for money. So he wasn't low coast in, uh, but they definitely didn't like what he was doing George Brand says Filipinos yeah. are cNC machines yeah, they do them all <laughs> by hand
2: they they so do how how do we get that goodness here in the united states that's
1: uh, i I don't know but if you look at these guns, you're like no there's no way this is boat metal the metal's so shiny. And uh, it, it it's just so they're they're like the quality is insane, and you can get one for under a hundred dollars American.
2: All right. So Jason says Philippines was a U.S. territory. Is it was a true? U.S.
1: territory uh, until 1947. Huh. I, I had no idea. And uh, they voted to become a. Uh, to, to remain a U.S. territory. And then Congress voted for them to have their independence. Well, okay. A lot of people over in the Philippines are like, you know, they are pissed off that they couldn't remain part of the United States. They're not pissed off the United States, they're just upset about it because they figured that they could they could have been like a Hawaii. US
2: citizens. Right, right.
1: Like Hawaii. 'Cause Hawaii has the same exact temperatures, the same exact climate, but one's like a third like a like a third world country. Um but one thing about the Philippines is they love Americans. You go into a bar, people are gonna buy you drinks just because you're an American. Just because That's they wanna cool. they wanna hear about America. And everything about America, you know, they want you to tell a story. Oh, how how's it in America? Plus, they have a really good gun culture.
2: Hmm. That's that's so cool. And it, wow. That was I, I, I guess I want a nineteen eleven from the Philippines.
1: Uh, Rock Island Armory. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right, really, I want a ten mil Rock Island. Is what I want.
1: I think I have a 10 mil Rock Island. Not sure. I have to look. I have several Rock Islands. I know I have like the 22 TSM, uh, 9 mil, 45 Rock Island. I like Rock Island. For the price, you can't beat them, man. Uh, I'm looking up on...
2: I don't know if I should name the website, but for a 10 mil... Rock Island, Ultra FS, HC, 10 mil, pistol, 16 rounds,
1: 749. You can't beat that. You cannot beat that.
2: I'm surprised they get 16 rounds in that. So that's got to be like a 2011 then.
1: Yeah, most likely. I think they're double stacks. That would make sense. They do have a ten mil A plus one though.
2: Yeah, I've I've seen a number of uh different configurations here.
1: Yeah, they and go that's
2: available? Woo! Yeah I, I better not say who gives it, but it, their initials are PSA.
1: Yeah, well uh you can get an A like an A plus one which is single stack. it's uh the Rock Island Ultra FS ten millimeter auto uh for six thirty nine ninety nine.
0: Hmm.
2: Alright, I don't get this. I'm looking at the ad, and it says Rock Island Ultra FSHC ten millimeter, sixteen round Parkerized, blah blah blah. And then it says brand Armscore. Is is Armscore who manufactures the Rock Islands?
1: Armscore and Rock Island same is the same thing. Oh, okay. Rock Island is uh, the actual people who make it. Armscore is who imports it.
2: Alright, okay. That makes sense.
1: Uh, Cody, I will send you some ten uh some twenty two TSM. I have a bunch of it.
2: Ooh, John's giving away all sorts of good stuff. Wolverine!
1: Channel member, the goddamn bacon has entered the house. I packed up your hat today, goddamn bacon, and it's going out tomorrow morning.
2: You mean you just didn't shove it in an envelope and flatten it out?
1: Maybe. Might be what I did. But yeah, so you're going to get a hat, some patches, a patch, and uh, some stickers. And I got to get you your book, Rich.
2: (laughs) I can wait. I already have
1: one. I'll get you one that's signed.
2: All right. when When you send the lower,
1: you can send the book. Well, the lower, I think I'm just going to have dropship to you. Okay. Because that's the way it is.
2: That's cool. All right. So this, this is going to be a rough week because when you started saying. Uh, it's, it's
1: there it is. A super sticker from the drunken Yoda.
2: When you said it's Monday, I'm like, John doesn't know what he's talking about. It's Sunday. What's he talking about? I'm like, oh, crap. It is Monday.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. I got... Oh, my God. I got so much to do tomorrow, so I'm not even funny.
2: So, did you do anything fun? Over the
1: weekend? Yeah. No. I power washed my deck.
2: Oh, gosh. Yeah, I should wash my car.
1: Power washed my deck. Took my kid to his programming class. Uh, Is that uh, Python? What's he learning? Java right now.
2: Java? Wow, okay.
1: Yeah, he's seven good for him. He already knows Python. Hmm. So yeah, I'm Seth after his dad. That's cool. He's he's almost done with this video game that he's making. And then we're going to work on a video game together.
2: Oh, very cool. That that's great.
1: Yeah, he wants to make it some type of like dungeon video game type stuff. Uh, Font Dog, learn how to edit VR videos if we can.
2: <laughs> and what's he editing with? What tool?
1: Um, I have no idea.
2: Because uh, I know DaVinci Resolve will do a 360 video. So if you want to edit 360 video, you can do it with that. Um,
1: let's see, yeah, I have no idea. I, I use Final Cut Pro for all my videos.
2: Okay, so Girls and Guns is uh in school. What's he doing? He said, ace three of my tests this weekend, ace to midterm exams.
1: Awesome, he's uh going to uh, he's he's uh in gunsmithing school.
2: Oh, very cool. And what what school is that?
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I is, we, is it Sonora Desert or yeah, it's Sonora Desert? I actually consulted for them on a couple of different things, legally, legal wise.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Modern Gun School, okay, MGS. So they they're at Iraq Veteran.
1: Son- Very cool. Sonora Desert Institute was not in, was at Iraq Veteran too. SDI, really? I missed that. Well, they were. Th- I don't know if they had a booth. They came up to uh, the GOA tent um, and gave me oh, some okay. stuff. Oh, cool. Got like, uh, like some co- coovies and some other stuff.
2: Because if, uh... oh wait, Shooting Gallery's in here. I uh, did an interview with MGS because I was going to ask uh, Shooter Gallery New England went to SDI. Ooh. Girls and Guns says SDI was super expensive.
1: No, oh, FDI had one guy going around. Probably the guy that came up to me.
2: Cool. Well, that's cool that they were there.
1: He came up to me and introduced himself and gave me some swag. Do you want the swag? No. <laughs>
2: no, I'm done with swag, man. I am done.
1: Dude, you have more swag than anyone else. From the show you have like 80 hats you have like no, t-shirts I... Uh, I I just picked up oh this looks nice let me pick up one of these this looks nice you like must have went through every booth and just like picked everything up
2: because I want to give it to my viewers so I'm gonna do it like you
1: uh-huh you can be I'm swag you're going to be wearing the hats to keep your head warm since you have no hair.
2: Or, or keep the sun off it so I don't cook like a freaking tomato.
1: Yeah. 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 Um,
2: it's not right you making fun of my disability being follically challenged. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Damn it. I report
2: you. I'm going to report you
1: to YouTube. <laughs> going to get I'm going to get kicked off the platform. <laughs>
2: Because I'm a protected class, aren't we all? <laughs> oh, all right, Swamp Dogs called me out. He's like, "Yeah, I went back with Rich for a second pass."
1: <laughs> you did. You went back for a second pass?
2: <laughs> no, Swamp. See, I didn't go back for a second. He went back for a second pass with me.
1: Oh, I, I went in one of those Kool Aid shirts and by the time I realized oh, I wasn't picking up shirts. By the time I saw it like ran back over there, they were gone.
2: Well, you had to shoot the machine gun to get the Kool Aid shirt. Oh. But there that was the CMMG shirt.
1: I didn't shoot the machine gun.
2: Yeah, you gotta shoot the machine gun to get the shirt.
1: Shot so many machine guns it's not even I mean, it's fun.
2: And you know what? I want to say thank you to everybody that watches us on YouTube because if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be able to do this fun stuff.
1: Yeah. I, YouTube is not connected to that part of my. <laughs>
2: like. John's just so important. He'd get to do it no matter what is what.
1: No, it's, not, it's my advocacy that got me down there. Uh, My advocacy uh, with GOA. I got to thank GOA for bringing me down there. And thanks to GOA
2: for all sorts of good stuff.
1: Dude, they're knocking it out of the park.
2: I'm very excited about that.
1: Oh, uh, before we go, I just want to say there was a uh, mass shooting in Florida where, where nine people were hit and two people died uh, just so you guys know what happened and why you're not hearing about it on the news as I reached out to my sources there was a uh, drive-by shooting um, gang on gang and then they retaliated oh crap so it was a retaliation for a uh, a, a shooting earlier on
2: And just to close off, of course, uh, let's see. It was last weekend that we went to uh, Iraq Veteran, and I rolled with Shooting Gallery New England, and he said I was making fun of him for having waffles with a side of waffles. And I think it was hash browns with a side of hash browns also. And and I just pointed out I wasn't making fun of him. Uh, Wow.
1: 249. I shot a 249 before. M249 at a uh, 5.11 event.
2: Dude, you go to all the cool events.
1: Well, 5.11 511. loves me. 5.11 loves me. You should see what they sent me for Father's Day. I got a... I only get BOP stuff. I got a backpack. They sent me a new new pair of pants, this awesome shirt, uh, a hat, which is sitting right here. Shoes.
2: See, what what you're not mentioning is I'm swag-deprived. You just get it sent to your doorstep. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That is so cool.
1: I love it, yeah. So, yeah, 5.11 hooks me up big time. I love 5.11. But yeah, I mean, Five Eleven is—they're amazing. I have probably twelve backpacks of Five Eleven. Twelve? Yeah, very cool.
2: Are—are are any of well, them stealthy? No, my uh, my
1: my swag hat here.
2: Are—are are any of the Five Eleven backpacks stealthy, or are they all uh, tactical?
1: No, no. Uh, the, I got a few that are uh, like really, really stealthy that you couldn't tell they had like concealed carry. Apartments and them, but they but they're made to look non non uh, stealthy. Uh, let me show you something really fast before we go. I'll be right back. Sure, Cody.
2: I'm not sure what you're talking about. You said yeah, we have to put in the steps not to get in our steps. We have. To... Did did you hit the wrong keys?
1: Going to put on my uh, hat here. What the. Where the...
2: John can't hear us right now, so we can say anything we want for two
1: seconds. Check this, right? You see this backpack? Nice. Yeah, but check this out. It's one of the quick, um, the, the ones where you just pull this out like this, and you pull this out, boom. The vest comes out. You've seen these before? No, that is very cool. Well, boom. So well, now you have a vest—just
2: <laughs> what every school kid needs.
1: Yeah, I think that's really, really cool. But you know what my favorite my favorite swag item I got for IV eighty eight eighty eight was. What's that? Heavyweight champion of journalism, baby.
2: (laughs) That is fun. Yeah, I posted that picture on my Instagram.
1: Oh, oh, you did?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I did.
1: Yeah, I got to thank JSD Supply for this. (laughs) They're a bunch of good guys. Yeah, but the cool thing about this backpack, the one I just showed you, uh, it's from Citizen uh, Defense. Um a citizen's some of Citizens Armor, which you which they accept Tusk, by the way. hmm So you can buy body armor with Tusk if you want. <laughs> but a cool thing about that is uh it's it doesn't look tactical at all. Looks yes. like a regular backpack.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I kinda like stuff that's more gray man. Yeah, that's um, definitely gray man. You know, again, like my 17-inch uh, laptop case that has a PS90 in it and a 5.7 pistol.
1: Yeah, I got a, I got a... Um, my AR carrying case is uh, made by a company called Cedar Mills. And they sent me a case made for it that's uh, in a guitar case. Oh, cool. That looks like a guitar case. But it I, I holds something like 500 rounds and... Or six hundred rounds and plus an AR,
2: and you're not getting that many rounds on an airplane, so don't don't fill it up. No, oh,
1: no, it is TSA approved though. Hmm. The heavyweight champion of journalism, space stuff. <laughs> All right, so we've been on for like a lot lot longer than what I thought we were going to be on for. Yep. Yep. And I know you right, have work in the morning. So yep. go ahead and do your plugs.
2: Hey, hey! thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for coming out this evening. I, I hope you did have a good weekend and remember Memorial Day for those who served and gave all for us. Um, my plugs are uh, flyingrich.com and youtube.com slash flyingrich and Instagram, which is flyingrich underscore official. Go to Black Swan Tactical. Check out my Squadron T-shirt. And uh, thanks to Hank and John for making that uh, comment. So I made a T-shirt and a video.
1: No PS90 5.7 is a hell of a condo. Sounds expensive, though. I love PS90s. Everything's expensive. Oh, uh, Junkie Yoda just subscribed to you. Everyone needs to go subscribe to Flying Rich and watch his stuff. Let's get him up there, guys. Thanks, guys. All right, with me, you can always find me at Crumpy.com. Check out my uh, channel, at John Crump News, where I called out or I threatened to call out people. Uh, and I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash John Crump, where we do awesome stuff like we fed 250 kids, which is really cool. Um, just something that I like to do. And with that said... We have about 25 seconds before the outro song is over, so thank you for watching. We'll be back later on in the week, and then I will be taking a break soon for my summer break because my kid has a Twilight camp soon, and uh, I will see you guys later, and with that, we are out.